<laughs> All right, so I don't know if you heard that or not. We're going to start recording. So um, we're going to talk about, I don't know, how to get into comic books, right? From you doing it much longer than me and me doing it five years now, four, four. Just right about, yeah. Almost five, almost five, almost five, five years. So like not, we're not experts or anything, you know, but um, we're definitely people that started very suddenly and well, for me very quickly. Uh, Cause my pool list, like when I first started was heavy. <laughs> I was heavy too, but you know, heavy life happens. So you got to dumb it down a little bit. Cause we're poor. Uh, I don't know. The most common question I see is um, I like comic book. I want to get into comic books, but I want to know the whole story or slash I don't like starting in the middle. What's the best way to start? Um, I'll let you go first. What you think? So to, to me, it kind of depends on the hero. Um, I do think, I think Marvel does this a lot better than DC when Marvel has those front synopsis pages that kind of let you know what's going on. So you could jump in the middle and then slowly get the back issues as you go. Or trades always work. You know, trades are a great idea. Well, what is a trade? A trade is like a graphic novel, if you will. It it collects like a uh, a collects a few issues. Like, for example, volume one of Amazing Spider-Man or something will will carry issues one through five. I mean, I know, but. Yeah. So trades is probably a good way to kind of get into the story and have it all. But but if you're not if you're not like dedicated to having it like physical copy, you just want to read the story and be aware of what's going on. You can find them pretty easily online for cheap or free. It kind of just depends on your preference. If you be like me and want to have all all the issues, or if you don't, you can just look them up somewhere online, whether it be uh, Comicsology or Marvel Unlimited or DC, their little service. I- I think DCs is tied to Comixology now, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, is it? I'm not 100%. Last I checked, um, I might be wrong on that. I think they just might have a deal with Comixology or something. Because I know there's not much Marvel on Comixology, from what I remember. I'm pretty sure it's mostly Dark Horse Image and all those other ones, and DC. And Marvel has Marvel Unlimited. I think that's the way it is. I don't really keep up with it hardcore because I'm I'm Captain Hardcopy. So, <laughs> well, I, don't I really... mean, I'm trying to be that way. I don't have any digital. Uh, my my approach has been a little different. I haven't bought too many. I'm starting to buy trades now because, like, for example, I'm looking into getting into Ghost Rider and Daredevil. And uh, don't get me started on how expensive getting into Ghost Rider is. Oh, my yeah. God, yeah. I thought Daredevil was bad, but like looking at a Ghost Rider trade is like 50 bucks. And that's the lowest I have seen. And I'm like, my God, <laughs> yeah, this crazy. is this is unreal. But uh, I mean, Daredevils are high. They're like 30 bucks, but that's I'd pay 30 bucks for a trade because that's almost what you'd pay for the every single issue in it. It's right. pretty much 30 bucks. Right. 50 is high. 50 is high. It's pretty steep. And that's on the low end of what I found <laughs> mm. for the for his first volume one trade. Volume two is a little cheaper. It's about 20 bucks what it should be. But um, my approach has been different. Um, 
I have been, there are a lot of free websites, which I'm not going to mention because you can't get in trouble for mentioning that yeah. kind of thing. Um, you can find them, but usually if I read one, I go buy it. Right. I try to find it and then I buy it. Right. So, um, or I just read the first page or two to see if I like the art and how like the speech and the everything's put together. Right. Yeah, I won't read the whole too. thing. Yeah, I do um, that too with new heroes. Um, yeah. And another big resource for me on YouTube has been Comics Explained. I don't know if you've watched any of it, um, but it has been fantastic. I'll even watch his videos on a comic I just read. Like, I read Venom number one and then immediately watch Comics Explains video on it. And, like, he will pick up on subtle things that you may miss on your first go-through. And uh, he's a great creator, and he really goes into depth of everything. He's very Marvel-heavy right now. He doesn't have much DC stuff. So if you're looking for DC, I don't have a good YouTuber for that. I'm sure they exist. Um, he's got some DC, but not a lot. But he's, you know, if you're looking for Marvel, I mean, he's got it. You can watch the entire King and Black run of Venom, right? You can follow Venom's entire last run, all 50 issues and, and tie-ins. He covers the tie-ins, right? <laughs> From 2017, when Venom started with the legacy issues, it was like, 290 something all the way up until they started number one when they started them at ones again which the story is fluent it continues it goes into how sleeper was created anyway that's not important um he goes all the way through with the tie-ins and with all the way through absolute carnage the poisons um king and black there's one more i always forget absolute carnage i said i said absolute carnage there's four events i don't remember which one there's poisons <sighs> Absolute Carnage, King and Black. There was a fourth one, or am I crazy? Anyways, he goes through all of it, right? And it's like a seven-hour video. Now, that seems like a lot, but, like, I burned through that video just doing laundry every day. Like, for 30 minutes, I listen to it, and then I stop it when he, you know, hits a stopping point. He has decent stopping points. I effectively got the whole story without having to buy it. That's, well, that's been... actually... Go ahead. That that's that's actually a great way of doing it. I mean, I've I know a little bit of comments explained. I've seen a little bit of their TikToks. Yeah. But I haven't looked up their YouTube. But yeah, there's all there's that's a great way to get the story too. Especially like like you said, if you're not like hell bent on owning the physical copies, you just want right. to get caught up and then maybe go back and buy it. That's genius too. You know, there's guys like that out there that do that, and that's that's a great free way to do it too. Absolutely. I mean, on the Marvel side of it, right? If you if you're wanting to follow some Marvel people. And you have somebody who just collects the hard books and has no interest in the digital codes for the digital issue. See if they'll give you their digital code. I mean, I didn't think about that. That's creative because I got digital codes I couldn't care less about. So yeah, I don't even I don't even peel the sticker off to see what the code is. Like all of mine yeah, still have the stickers on them. So yeah, like, same here. If you have if you have a buddy who collects the hard books and has zero interest in redeeming his digital copies, ask him for the code. And just redeem it on Marvel Unlimited, or I don't know where you exactly redeem those, but it has instructions for it. Um, that kind of ties us into like uh, I the other question I had prepped was I prefer digital. What options do I have? So we kind of ticked that off, right? Because um, you got Marvel Unlimited, which they're getting. I've 
been seeing good things about Marvel Unlimited. They're slowly catching up to like present issues, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do good stuff. I mean, I don't follow them like hardcore, but when I do, they're usually pretty pretty caught up on everything. I mean, pretty good either way. I think it's doing a lot better. I looked up Marvel's or DC's forever ago because I was trying to save money. And uh, it just, I don't know, something about DC's version is not, uh, I don't know, I don't have a good word for it. But Marvel Unlimited seems good. And at the time when I checked, I think this was last year when I was doing this. So my information is a little dated. Um, they were like six months behind on Marvel Unlimited. So when you were getting stuff, people have already read it six months ago. Mm. I think that is less now. I think they're down to like three months behind or something. I don't, I mean, cause you, you can already read all of King and Black and that was, uh, they had it up not even this month, but if you count this month, it was five months ago. So they're still already ahead of the six months. King and Black in it in June. So um you can catch up pretty easily with marvel unlimited if you wanted to save some money and go digital um i don't know i feel like if digital's great for people who i think like that sort of thing but i've always been somebody who likes to have the book in my hand right i'm the same way but there's there's great options for digital readers nothing wrong with that it's just i I just love the nostalgia and the feel of a comic book in my hands, you know? Exactly, like exactly. Yeah. But, like, um, I, I don't... The, the, the other thing that's hard for people getting into comic books is there's a lot of gatekeeping in this fandom, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, people are like, oh, if you don't own the physical copies, you're not a real comic... No, that's, that's bullcrap. Uh, or, no, or people that are like... Oh, you only seen the MCU movies, but you never read a book? No, you can't be a fan. That's that's not that's not the case. The MCU is great for what it is, it is, you know? And the comic books are great for what they are. You know, like, if you've never read a comic book and you're coming from watching the MCU and you absolutely have eaten, breathed the MCU since Iron Man came out, you know, you should get into the books. Yeah. You know how many yeah. things I picked up on on Eternals last night? Because I've never read Eternals. I didn't know a thing about the Eternals before walking into that. I watched a little bit about Comics Explained. I watched one of his videos that was like 45 minutes. I got about halfway through it and forgot about it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I was like, cool. These people are just they're first, they're the first powered beings on Earth, and they've been asleep. That's the only thing I knew going into Eternals, right? Um. Which have, did you see Eternals yet? Not yet. I was okay. kind of not sure how I wanted, if I wanted to or not. Just you because, should. Really? I think you should. Well, yeah, the only thing that was kind of holding me back was if you kind of think of all the big Marvel events that happened in the comics, they were nowhere to be found. And, and they were nowhere they to were, be found in the MCU as well. It, but that's that's my point. If they're If they're so powerful... <laughs> If they're so powerful, why are they letting all this nonsense happen? If they're like, oh, we're here to protect people from... The movie explains that. I was upset about it, too. I'm like, well, these people are so strong and so powerful. Where have they been? They talk about that. Yeah, I was mainly wanting to see it for Black Knight, because I've been... I was was a Black Knight before he was cool. Right here, just disclaimer. All right? I liked him before he was cool, 
and uh, I'm excited to finally see him, but a lot of people tell me that he's not really in it very much. That's accurate, but, <laughs> okay, okay, they do, they handle the Black Knight stuff in a very MCU way, okay? Like, I was pumped because I knew who he was as soon as they said his name. I'm so happy that Kit Harrington's playing him. It's going to be fantastic, okay? Um, he did so well as Jon Snow, and I don't know what else he's been in since. I think he's got a couple other things going on. But I was so excited to see Kit Harrington playing uh, Dane Whitman. Right? It's Whitman, it's the last name? Yeah. Yep. But there's a, there's a part in the movie where I immediately knew what they were going to do. He was not going to be in the movie. They were going to feed us tidbits of the Black Knight throughout the whole movie. And they do. Teasing mm -hmm. him. And he gets teased really hard at the end. Uh, the credit scene or whatever. Um, yeah, I've already I've already heard the credit scene. So I'm excited because I hope they do for Black Knight what they did for Iron Man, right? Because when Downey Jr.'s Iron Man came out, he was just a guy who showed up occasionally. He was part of the Avengers. He wasn't even the main guy in the Avengers. You know, he was just some B character. And now right. Iron Man is like, if you pick up a Marvel book, Tony Stark is mentioned. He might even show up. Yeah. It doesn't even matter what Marvel book you pick up. Like, Tony Stark is in everything. Well, he's a part of what people say is the Marvel Trinity. So. Yeah. I, I don't have a problem with Tony. I never have. Even in the MCU, I didn't have a problem with Tony. He's a necessary evil, right? Um, just like I think Bruce Wayne is. He's a necessary character in both franchises. You gotta have the guy who doesn't have powers but has figured out a way to stand up to people who do. You gotta right. have that guy. Us. So, let's loop this back around, right? So, um, speaking of Iron Man, right? And Batman and bringing up some long-standing characters, right? I've gotten, you know, I've seen somebody ask, I'm interested in Spider-Man, Batman, Superman, I don't know, even Iron Man's old, right? So these long-standing characters who have a deep history and a lot of books, what would be your recommendation in getting to, into them? Coming from somebody who almost owns all of Amazing Spider-Man, if I'm correct. Yeah. I, in some uh, shape or form. Yeah, thankfully, I did this before I got married. <laughs> <laughs> thankfully, right? <laughs> I, uh, I dropped a lot of money, and I actually got every Amazing Spider-Man issue in some form or fashion. And uh, what really helped me out with getting the older stuff, you got two options. Um that I looked into, right? So there's something called the Epic Collection and it it collects a lot of the old issues in color and it comes in like a trade like this thick and there's like eight volumes of that. Or you can get the Essentials Collection, which does the same thing, but it's in black and white. And don't tell me black and white comics aren't interesting because manga is dominating the comic book industry right now and they're in black and white. Fair. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I actually got the Essential Collection and it's, it, uh, all eight all eight volumes and it collects amazing fantasy 15 all the way up to amazing spider-man number 249 and it's all in black and white but i had the story it's there and the, those are pretty cheap honestly they're they're about if you get if you get the essentials collection they're about like 10 to 15 dollars a pop that's mm -hmm. not terrible 
No. The Epic Collection, the Epic Collection's a little bit more than that, but they're not that expensive. Well, I mean, either. if you compare it to a modern stories trade, right? The trades only have six issues, sometimes five, right? And you're getting you're paid twenty bucks for that, so you're saving about five dollars. So right. if you're getting three hundred issues for twenty bucks, I mean, <laughs> right? Like the uh, the first Essentials volume has Amazing Fantasy fifteen all the way up to Amazing Spider-Man number 20 and annuals one and two. Mm-hmm. So you're getting about 22 issues per volume for about, like I said, $10, $15. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, so that Essentials collection costs me about 60 bucks total. And I got from Spider-Man's first appearance all the way up to issue 249 in black and white. And I have everything else from there in color because once you get once you get past 250 and you get more into the secret wars and um what year is 250 around like what year were they printing 250 250 i think was in the 80s i'm not mistaken i I could be mistaken but uh because i do remember that 300 was around McFarlane when he started. And I thought that was the 90s, but I'm not positive. Spawn started but, in the 90s, late 80s, 90s, I thought. Right, so... Spawn's yeah, another I'm, good example of a character like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a lot of a lot of my older issues are in those essential traits. And everything else I got in single issues, because they're like $3 a pop from there, unless it's a key issue, like... 300 i got reprints of that because i don't have the original 300 i had the original 290 is that the one that's worth a ton of money yeah 300 is venom's first full appearance i don't have that original issue but i got two reprints but i also but i got 298 and 299 those are uh, venom cameos so that's something but yeah i i mostly got every issue past 250 and single issues because they're cheap but the old ones are really expensive a pop even if you find one that's like a low grade, like a three or something, mm-hmm. they're still really expensive. So I would yeah. recommend I'd recommend if you want the physical copy collection anyway, to go with the essential volumes that are in black and white. And they got them for every hero in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Or you can go with the epic collection that's in color. And again, they have them for every main character like Iron Man, Spider-Man, all them. I'm not sure about DC's in though. DC is a little weird with that. I don't uh, I, haven't seen, I haven't seen anything outside of an omnibus. Yeah, you're going to be looking at omnibuses and trades. Uh, omnibuses are expensive. They are. Um, if you're looking into older characters on DC's end, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, um, not much has changed with DC, especially their Trinity, sort of speak. Like, you know, Batman, Superman, and whoever you consider the third. Some people say Flash, and some some people say Wonder Woman. Uh, their characters really haven't changed. You could start at Rebirth, honestly, or New Fifty Two. I liked Rebirth. New Fifty Two was okay too. I mean, there's not. I don't know much about New Fifty Two. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm. I read. I read Superman's, and it was. It was all right. It was all right. People say that the New Fifty Two is like the. It's right before I'm gonna say it. I forgot what it was. Um. The comic run in Marvel where they made them like more realistic, Earth's Mightiest or something, mm. uh, where Thor's hammer was just heavy and it wasn't whether you're worthy or not. 
I don't remember what the uh, MC. Right. It's what the MCU is based off of. Um, what's the name of it, man? The Ultimate Universe. The Ultimate Universe. That's what it was. Yes, 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 yes. The Ultimate Universe. Yeah, I got, I got a love hate relationship with the Ultimate Universe. But... People say the New Fifty Two is similar to the Ultimate Universe, like how the approach was done and whatnot. From what I saw, I can agree with that. Yeah, from what I, I saw. So from my standpoint on how to start long-standing heroes, it is complicated. And again, I toss it back to comics-related, right? He can, or any form of YouTuber, right? Uh, I'm sure there's more. I'll do some digging to see if there's any more, and I'll shout them out next on the next one. Um, uh, I'm starting Spawn. I'm attempting to start Spawn. They did a reprint of his volume one trade. So it's not the first time they made printed the trades. It's the whatever this time is. And it was 20 bucks. I got six issues and it comes in this, you know, they redid the covers, the, the cover on the front was really nice. And the trades are usually really well made. There's nothing wrong with buying trades. Hell, there are some collectors who only buy trades, right? And they, right. they go up in value too. Trades, they do. Yeah. you know. They get valuable too. Yeah. Love you. Um, trades get valuable too. They go up in value as well. Not nearly as much as like a single issue, but they do. But Spawn yeah. in particular has a very heavy issue load. Yeah. What another thing that I do that kind of helps oh. is that. Okay. Um, if, like I said, if you're held bent on getting, if you're held bent on getting the back issues and you mm -hmm. don't want to do the essential collection or the epic collection, if you want to do single issues, you do what I do. Like I'm trying to help a buddy of mine with getting the spawn cannon, and mm -hmm. uh, he's got a good 300 issues. Spawn does. So uh, there's a guy yep. at work. There, there's at the comic store that I go to has a box full of spawn issues that I pull from. And I only pull from that when my pull list is really short. So like if I have one issue, I'll get like one spawn issue out. And it's usually like $3 unless it's a big key issue. Yeah. But, but that's where the trades come in handy. But yeah, the thankfully for image though, right? Like um, their stuff isn't blowing up in movies right now. So not I yet. think for, well, not yet. I granted, I know there's spawn stuff on the horizon. I know. I think he's yep. about to make a comeback. Um, yep. I mean, he was in Mortal Kombat, and that was huge for the character. Um, he will be making a comeback. We'll see a lot more of spawn. Um, I, you know, in particular for spawn, I heard you could start at 150. Um, appar yeah. Apparently, that's a restarting point or something, kind of like rebirth. <laughs> It's kind of like a relaunch point, and honestly, Marvel and DC both do this. If you if you can wait for like a a big monumental issue like eight hundred or one hundred and fifty yeah. or seven hundred, it's usually a, a transition point. Like when I first when I got back into Superman, I started at Action Comics one thousand and went on from there. Don't get me started on Detective Comics and Action Comics. Oh my <laughs> god. People are like, oh, you're not a true Batman fan if you don't read Detective Comics. I'm like, I am not going to read Detective Comics unless it's a tie-in to the current event. Not going to do it, man. 
Right. I like the current run. Detective Comics is great. If I wanted to read his side gallery of Bat Family, I'd buy them. That's kind of like what I. That's kind of like what I do with Spider Man. You see, some people tell me just because I read just Amazing Spider Man and not anything else, they're like, "Oh, well, you're not a real Spider Man fan." Blah. blah. But what frustrates me about that is that Amazing Spider Man is the official run of Spider Man. If you don't believe me, there it is right here. Yeah, Marvel put this out themselves, and if you if you look on that list, it's all Amazing Spider Man. Yep. So like, yeah, there's Ultimate, there's Sensational, there's whatever. You can read that if you want, but it's it doesn't matter unless it ties into Amazing. And Marvel came out and said that. So it really just depends. If you want bonus stories, they're out there for every hero. But if you want to follow their main story, you got to get their main title. Yeah, pretty much. And usually every company has a way of doing that. It's all really it's all really easy. It just depends on what direction you want to go. You can do the volumes. You can get single reprint issues. You can go online and get it from Comments Explained or some other digital site. There's ways. I can't recommend Comments Explained enough. Like, I uh, was starting. I was like starting to get an interest in the X Men, right? Um, and I was watching a video on their latest arc, right? Because I'm not gonna. The X Men are another one of those. They got plenty of books, but I am not gonna. The X Men is a, is like reading. The X-Men is like Justice League and Avengers, right? You can't... If you just buy Avengers, you're not going to get the whole thing that's going on, right? Because, you know, Thor's got single stuff that's going through and Iron Man and all them, whatever. So, you know, you buy X-Men, yeah, you get the collective thing, but then they might make a reference to, like, something Wolverine's been doing in his single issues. And you're like, I guess I need to go read that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, like... That's what I do. I'm I like, only follow Avengers... Uh, for Captain America mainly because I follow Captain America stuff. I, I, you know, I collected Justice League for like three years, uh, from Rebirth and onward. I, uh, all the way up until like right before they broke the Source Wall, I quit reading it after that, or right before that, and I got I realized that, uh, I don't like the team up books. Unless there's an event going on. Right. To be honest right. with you. Because yeah. they make references and stuff to um um to stuff that's going on in the separate heroes books, right? So you might as well have been reading those books anyways. Right. Um so sorry, one of the kids was crying. I was making sure it wasn't a, a thing. Um, so I, I stopped collecting Justice League and just invested more in Batman, right? Um, and there's, that's just, that's why I backed off team stuff. And it's just, it's hard. Um, right. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't do much team stuff either. Like the last Avengers book I got was, shoot. It was a long time ago. It was it was before Spider-Man debuted in the MCU. Like it was a long time ago. And the only reason why I got that Avengers book was because Spider-Man was in the team. <laughs> I'm already following Amazing Spider-Man. So I was very well aware of what was going on in his in his life and his journey at the time. So yeah. the the rest of the team really wasn't that great. I just got it because Spider-Man was in it. But and see, like, I don't know, I haven't read Avengers or I haven't read any of the other team-up things in DC or Marvel, just 
Justice League, right? And all of the heroes, they act like different versions of the same character, but they're still supposed to be that character, if that makes any sense. Right, right. And it's really, to me personally, that was off-putting for me, right? Because I like Batman when he's at his street level. I agree with that. I cannot, I cannot explain to you how much I agree with that's that it. because, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, you don't like Batman. No, that's not the point. I like Batman. I just hate how DC is handling him. Like, oh, I think. I get it. All right. Yeah. Coming from the guy, yeah. like when we get to, I'm going to show my pull list later in the later when we're done talking. Right. Because I have it sitting here. Granted, right, I've only read Venom, but that's besides the point. Um, I have my pull list and there's a lot of Batman in it because all of all of what I pull from him is street level. That's what I like about him. And that's why I'm getting into Daredevil as well. I like the street level heroes and I like them in their elements. Right. I and like them doing what they're supposed to be doing. I couldn't agree more, dude, because like I told someone at work, and it's a very unpopular decision, an uh, unpopular opinion. And I'll probably get flack for this, but. I would love it if DC treated Batman like Daredevil. Take him out of the Justice League, even. Leave him in Gotham. Now let him deal with Gotham issues, kind of like Daredevil. You never, dare, you never see Daredevil with the Avengers or anyone else. I mean, the Marvel Knights, okay, whatever. They're not that, they're not that important any, anyway. So leave, leave him in Hell's Kitchen. He does great stuff. Batman's the same way. You leave him in Gotham, and it's you phenomenal. Know- Honestly, like I've had this discussion before myself. If you want to put a bat member in the Justice League, just stick Dick Grayson in there. He's already a team leader. He's led many teams. He's used right. to being around many people and whatever. Just stick Dick in there. Like Bruce is obsessed with Gotham anyways and Dick is not. Right. Right. <laughs> um so let's oh. Another thing before I forget, another good cheap way to get some reprints of, from, of older issues that might be expensive. I just It just dawned on me because I just found this on my desk. So every once in a while, I know Marvel does this, but DC probably does it too. They'll come out with True Believer reprints. This yes, was a I forgot about those. So yeah, like, this was a dollar. I have um, True Believer Venom prints, right, of the original Absolute Carnage and like She Venom and all kinds of stuff. I haven't read them. I... I don't know, I get too hyped up for the events and forgot about it because they released them during the events of whenever Venom had an event the past four years, which was every year, pretty much. Right. He's insanely popular um, <laughs> at the moment. Uh, they released the True Believer stuff, so you can look out. DC does that occasionally. I'm not 100% on that because my shop is small, so they don't get a lot of that, so I don't know. Literally, my shop is like, I mean, you've seen it. It's not big. <laughs> right. Uh, you, you can also do these Marvel Tales. Marvel used to do these, too. And these are yeah. like $3. But the first appearance of Doc Ock is not. This is a reprint of the first appearance of Doc Ock. And it yeah. was like $3. So you got options, people. Yeah. Just Yeah, just look into reprints, trades, collections, and omnibuses is your best bet be honest right. with you and hardcover collections and sometimes hey with black friday coming up like they'll but they'll put comic books with like blankets and stuff like you can buy a hard i saw this the other day they had a like a court of owls thing bundled with like a batman blanket or something in like the court of owls amazing story i haven't read it 
Uh, what little I know about it seems amazing. I have some of them. Somebody gifted me parts of it, but I don't have the beginning. And I'm one of those people that I need to start at the beginning. Right. That's where I'm at. So um, if I'm not at, if I'm not at number one, I'm not at it at all. <laughs> so like uh, another thing to help you, like if if you're super interested, if you really want to get into somebody who has a long standing and heavy backlog, figure out where they are now. That's my strong recommendation. Like, if you're like, man, I saw Venom and then I saw Let There Be Carnage and like, man, I want to get into some symbiotes, right? I want to get into the icky sticky. <laughs> Now's the time. Like, Venom number one just came out. He just started new writers, new artists, you know. Right. And they could not, Venom could not have a better team at the moment, right? They just right. came off Incredible uh, Immortal Hulk, which was absolutely fantastic. Changed the Hulk completely. Brand new character, pretty much. <laughs> um and that's a good time hulk speaking of hulk he's getting ready to start i think it's next week or the week after uh his run started you don't you don't understand how much i'm jealous of a good team you know the team spider-man has right now it's a total train wreck aren't they the part of the previous deadpool team that ran deadpool into the ground just about with kelly thompson's at the head and i don't understand some of these people are just eating this up dude and i don't under i don't get it We'll get we'll get into we'll get into talking about what we're reading in, in a moment, but uh, I think we're almost done. Uh, we did digital longstanding heroes. I want the whole story, which all this kind of ties together pretty well. Um, comics are expensive. How do you keep up, right? So a lot of the things we've already said kind of help with that: buying trades, collections, and omnibuses, uh, finding free websites that don't upload your computer with a ton of viruses. <laughs> Um, yeah. You can find those pretty easy. I don't. We're not going to tell you what they are. Um, uh, I'm heavily invested into a few heroes and want to look into a new one. What's your best advice? We talked about a little, but we can get a little more heavy, right? I was talking about like, you know, I wanted to get into Ghost Rider and Spawn, and so I looked up some of the art make sure i liked the art because you know the art is equally as important i think as writing and story like if you don't like the way it looks you're not going to read it i'm going to be flat honest with you there's issues i have skipped because i just didn't like it yeah i, I can agree with that i think art and uh and art is is just as important i do that too honestly mm -hmm. I, I do mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. the artists and it's crazy because when i first got into comic books I would hear people in the comic shop. They're like, oh, well, I like Alex Ross art or I like this guy's art. And I'm like, what do you guys, some elitist or something? I mean, I don't, I didn't understand that was such a big deal. Yeah. It actually, <laughs> it actually, it, 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 it helps, it helps you tie with the character sometimes. But um, yeah. like, I'm in the same situation. Like I'm trying to find something new because my pull list is like dead because Cap isn't running. I don't have a good third yet. I can't get Ben a number one yet, even though my comic shop did order some more. I thought about picking up Black Panther. It's something different for me. I kind of want different. Uh, it just depends if you want different or, or more of the same. I but, will say um, this Venom run is extremely different. <laughs> is it? I was I was honestly shocked that I was this brought in on the first issue. I didn't think it'd be... I thought it would be just, you know, a little bit of, oh, this is what happened in King of Black, and this is how the fallout's going, and then a huge dip and like hype and it's like uh you know dylan and here's eddie and they're they have a complicated relationship and then boom some teaser on the last page and a half or half a page and then for issue number two right no this one was like uh king of black stuff and then eddie and dylan and then pff, 
it just it just keeps going. Well, and at that, the end, and then at the end, it's just like I have no idea where this is going, and it's going to be great. But um, that that's what I recommend people do, right? Look up the art, make sure you like the art. Um, I'm, you can find people who review comics on TikTok. I know you do it. Um, anywhere, just read a review. Some of them are even spoiler free. You can read spoiler free reviews, and you know, that would be a good way to figure out where they are, particularly with Marvel, right? They always have, as you said earlier, the um, synopsis of what's going on and what's happened. It's like a brief highlight. It's like a paragraph. At yeah, best. I love that, though, because it really helps people stay involved. But I also, like you said, if you follow people on social media that do comic book reviews, I really recommend that you find these guys who are trustworthy and telling the truth, because like I said, with this Spider-Man, everyone's eating it up, and I'm just blasting it because there's so much bad. I'll give you but, your soapbox here in a minute. <laughs> but, but everyone's like, oh, it's so good. It's not. It's not. But um, just, just make sure they're being honest with you because there's some guys out there who are marks and won't tell the truth of this is bad, this is why. So... When you do reviewers, I'd, I'd make sure they're, they're honest. And most of them are. Most of them are. But... True. Um, so the last question I have, I will purposely left this, left this for last because all these other questions pretty much go into answering it. But I do feel like it needs to be said. I'm new to comics altogether. Like, I saw, I saw Spider-Man Homecoming. I really want to start reading comics, right? How do I start? And a lot of people just, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i start. Um, a lot of people just tell you, just go start reading. No, don't do that. My recommendation. Take it for what it's worth. My recommendation would be consume whatever content you can without spending a dime, right? If you already have Disney+, Plus, watch all the MCU. If you have, um, what else is superhero stuff? And if you have HBO Max, right? Watch The Long Halloween. If you Batman even petites your interest at all, watch The Long Halloween or The Killing Joke or whatever. There's tons of Batman content. There's little else, but <laughs> there's tons of Batman content on there <laughs> if you like bats. Um, <laughs> consume whatever content you can before you even buy a book. Now, when you go to buy a book, buy local. Find your comic book shop, walk in there and be like, look, I'm really interested in starting Spider-Man. Do you have... What's what do you have of his current run? Right when people and like this brings me into like current comic book terminology. Right, we've talked about it already. When you say an ongoing, right, what's that mean? All right. So, um, first off, an ongoing is something that I appreciate. Like I don't do much limited series mm -hmm. unless I really think it's interesting. I prefer ongoing because it adds some spice to my life. You know, like <laughs> we go through the boring work come home do stuff at home go to sleep rinse repeat yeah you know but but ongoing is a book that just keeps going until the writer decides to call it quits and that could be three years it could be five years it could be months but the writer just keeps going until he's done and it's ongoing so it just adds there's always something right. interesting to talk about with ongoing that's what i like about ongoing and uh what what i would say regarding jump into comics brand new this actually happened to me right so how i did it was in 
around Captain America, the first movie of Captain America, the first Avenger. That's when I got like hardcore into comics because I, wa I went and watched that movie and I'm like, man, that's a great movie. And I thought to myself, this is a comic book character, right? So let's get into the comics. So I Googled top Captain America stories and it'll spit out a good four or five, yep. right? So then yep. I, went, I went and found them cheap on eBay or Amazon or something. I went and found them cheap and I read it. And I'm like, man, this is good. I like it. So after that, after I read some of the top stories, I went, like you said, I went to a local comic book store. I'm like, hey, does Captain America have anything going right now? And if you if he doesn't, you can tell the slot, you can tell the shop to put it on your pull list anyway, and they'll keep an eye open for you. And pull yep. lists are great. Pull lists are great. And if you don't know what a pull list is, basically a pull list is you walk into a comic shop and if you think you're gonna spend some good money on a weekly basis on these comic books, set up a pull list and you write down all the titles that you want, like Amazing Spider-Man, Captain America, Iron Man, whatever. And you write down that list and you put your name on it and the, the comic shop will pull it for you right out of the box and they'll save it for you as long as you come and pick it up. That's, it's like a contract thing. Yeah. And I appreciate that because, and I'm sure this helped, really helped you too, comic book shops have to sell any book that you put on your pull list at retail price. Yep. And the reason why that's a big deal is because the book you're buying for $3.99 could pop up to $150 a few months later. You got a Batman issue in the Metal series that's real expensive, but you yeah. probably got it at retail price. Yep. With your pull list. Uh, Teen Titans number 12, the first appearance of the Batman who laughs is what he's talking about. Um, so I have a tool that you can use completely free. That will even help you budget what your pull list is going to be every week. It's completely free. Um, I can go to share screen. Where is that? It's Comic Geeks, isn't it? Yeah. League of no, Comic I'm Geeks. Fan. I'm a big fan. I freaking, I cannot get, I haven't updated mine in like two months. I have a lot of logging to do. <laughs> Where is that? There's a way to share screen, but I don't remember how to do it. Here it is. Share screen of the big green, the, the big green arrow thing. Right? So uh yeah so look this is this is the home page when, when you make an account right so like um as next week you can see i've got two issues right batman 117 and moon knight number five um you can go through every week and figure out what you're gonna what your pull list is supposed to be i need to take joker off i took that off anyways um you can edit your pull list so when you go to your comic book shop and be like look i want to read batman and moon knight you would add those to your pull list. You just click the, when you go to comic beat, comic book geeks, blah, league of comic geeks.com. Literally it's all it is. You just click the arrow that says add to pull list. It'll add it. Too. Do what? They got app on the phone too. That's what I oh, use on my phone. I didn't know that they have, it's on yeah. the phone too. That's great. But like you can even, uh, check out your collection, right? Um, it'll tell you your forecasted spending. Right here, eight ninety eight is what I'm expected to spend, right? And it'll say active subscriptions. You can see what you have currently going, and you can edit them right here. Take them off, easy peasy. And like, um, you want to see? It'll tell you how many, you can mark if you read them or not. You can keep track of what you have read and not read, and like your entire collection on here. And it'll break it down into like, you know, the event or if it's just a core run. Let's see like Batman uh Catwoman right here. 
then Batman Core, which is the DC Rebirth run, and then they'll have like one-off issues that are literally just be the name of the book, like the Batman Who Laughs, The Grim Knight, right? You can keep track of all of your books this way. Um, it's completely free. I haven't paid a dime. I'm sure you can give them money somewhere if you want to appreciate their product. But like you can even, um, it even recommends you books based on what you have on your pull list. See, it wants me to read detective comics and I'm not going to do it. I know it. I wouldn't, as a Spider-Man fan, I would never recommend that Spider-Man book right there. Never, (laughs) unless unless you want to wipe your butt with it. (laughs) Well, even still, right? Like, um, that even has, it doesn't just have Marvel and DC. It has everybody. Um, I've used it to look at, you can look at cover art. I've used it to look at cover art. Like uh, image has some great stuff going on. I've heard King spawn is great. I really should get into King spawn. Um, but like you can, when you click on a book, for example, you can see all the artists, all the writers, other variant covers. You can, it shows all the variant covers, um, a brief synopsis of what's going on, the pages, the cover price, all this stuff. And you yeah, can even, you, yeah, and the, another great thing, right? Let's say you, you go to a comic book shop and you're like, man, I want to get into Spawn. You just pick up this one right here, King Spawn number four, right? And you're like, man, I didn't know this was number four. So you go to League of Comic Book Geeks and click on, uh, I didn't point it out before, the series tab right here under the, in the middle. You just click that and it'll show you all the books that are out for that, that current run, that current ongoing, like King Spawn right here has, one through six right here of course six isn't out till january but you know it'll show you everything everything you can uh go to new comics it'll show you everything that's coming out no matter what publisher if you click this button uh for the 17th in three days everything that is coming out is on here no matter what publisher you can filter it you can take off like for example you can just leave dc boom only DC showing up now. There's just this is I cannot recommend this enough. If you are a comic book collector, League of Comic Book or League of Comic Geeks.com. I keep messing yeah, it's that also, up. Uh, it's also on the App Store. I got it on my phone. Yeah, it's free. It's an ama- yep. It's the most amazing thing I've ever found for yeah, comic book awesome. collecting. Really I have it not really found really another helped. website like it. I haven't. I haven't either. It's it's truly great. I recommend it for everyone. Um. So, uh, with no further ado, we'll move on from uh, that segment, the getting into comics segment. Um, I think we've pretty much covered about what you need to know. Do you have anything you'd like to add? Mm, I think if you want to get into comic books, you should know what you're looking for in a hero. Like, I like the Boy Scouts because I like guys that I can look up to (laughs) and guys that I can relate to. Some people don't like that, though. Some people want to get into the scumbags. Some people want to get into the anti-heroes. Some people want to get into it. Just you just got to think about what type of hero you want for your daily life. And I I would make sure that that book adds to you and your life. It makes you enjoy things a little bit more because we live in a world. It's hard, harder to find things that are enjoyable. So I agree and disagree. Um, from my point of view, when you were brand new to comic books, you, you saw, you saw in game, you're like, man, I need to go buy a comic book. Like I want to get into this. This is something I want to do. Thor is awesome. I want to start reading Thor. Like let's sometimes 
knowing what you want is great, but some people don't. Right. The only thing, the only reason I knew is because I liked Batman as a kid. I liked the animated right. series, so I wanted to read Batman. That was an easy segue for me. But some people, like with the MCU, right, is bringing in a lot of people. And a lot of people haven't had a lot of time to see characters change and grow and develop or whatever. Like we've seen Batman and Superman in their movies. They have the most movies. It, it, say what you will. I'm not a bit. I'm not shouting out DC. It's just fact. There's more Batman and Superman live action movies. Right. It's that simple. There's. Well, Spider Man's close then, right? Yeah. Three, three Maguire well, movies, two Garfield movies, and we're gonna have three Tom Holland movies. That's eight. So maybe that's all we got. Batman Returns, Batman Forever. Whatever those two in the middle are, I don't remember. Forever and the other one. So that's four. And then there's the three Bale movies. And then do we count Justice League as a Batman movie? Uh, no, no, it's not. It's not. It's not a solo movie. I'm not counting them. They're not Batman movies. No. Um, and then we got Battinson. So they're tied. Batman is tied with Spider-Man currently. But that's because Battinson comes out next year. So, Spider-Man's in there, too. I, I don't think there's anybody else that's close, though. No. Those three. I think those three have the most movies. Iron so. Man had three. Thor had three. Is going to have four. Guardians is going to have three. I mean, it's yeah. just... There's nobody that's closer than those three, I don't think. Right. Not even... Not, no, Flash didn't have any movies. Probably because they're the most iconic. They are. Those are probably the biggest three. I would argue maybe Iron Man's on his way up. Right. But I doubt that's going to last because in the MCU he's gone. And Down right. Downey Jr. is not coming back. So. Right. Nor should he. No, there's no way. There's no you would be committing writer suicide if you brought Downey Jr. and Iron Man back in the live-action MCU. If they brought him back in What If, that's fine. That's great. Do a What If episode. Bring Downey Jr. in for it, which I don't think he did voice Iron Man in those. No. I don't think anybody did voice their characters, did they? No, yeah. Um, Black Panther. Was, yeah, yeah, he did. Bozeman. Yeah, Chadwick came back. Did anybody else? Not that I'm aware of. Chris Evans didn't. I don't. I don't think so. Maybe. Maybe he did. I don't. I don't really remember. I doubt it. He's pretty done with Caps too. And we're we're all, we're going to be losing Drax. While we're on yep. topic of MCU people leaving, we're going to lose Drax, and I'm pretty sure we're going to lose Thor. I'm pretty sure in Love and Thunder we're going to see it handed off to uh, Jane, Jane Foster. Foster. Don't get me started on that. All right, that's another rant. Okay, so we'll move on from that. Let's let's go to my. I'll go to my pool list. I have it right here. I don't know if you have yours nearby, but obviously I showed. I got Venom. I got a variant. They pulled me the more original cover, but I swapped it out because they had this one and the other one was cool too. But I really liked this one because it reminded me of Spider-Man Three's Venom. 
not that I liked that Venom's portrayal. I liked how it looked. He was just too small. But, like, that's what this reminded me of. Like, this looks like Topher Grace's Venom to me. Yeah, I, I can see that. I can see that. Um, I've got Static. I haven't read three, so I got to get three out and read that. I got Batman Imposter, which this cover is, oh, look at this. I mean, regardless if you're a Batman fan or not, he has some pretty badass covers, okay? Yeah, I'd say that is that is nice. Whether you like Batman or not, regardless of the character, right? His covers are ridiculous. Uh, Batman 116, which I just got issues 106 through 110. My shop got shorted, and then I forgot to have them order it. So I just waited for um, Midtown Comics to get it and just ordered through them. Um, gotcha. I got Moon Knight 4 which I'm excited to read. I'm caught up on it. I just need to read that one. Daredevil I'm behind on. I lost uh, motivation because this. I think this is the last one <laughs> before Devil Rain in next month, which I need to add to my pull list to keep forgetting. Uh, the Batman Long Halloween Special. Looks good. <laughs> I didn't read the original Halloween, and then here's 115. I got 115 as well. Batman 115. A lot of Batman this week. Because October was like Batman month or something. It was... Are you surprised? I mean... No. <laughs> but I do like these uh, because they're not, they're, are, they're all Batman at street level, right? Well, yeah, I just, that's why I read the core run of Batman and this Batman imposter looks good. If you want to read a good Batman mini series, get Batman Damned. I don't know how expensive it is now, but read Batman Damned. Especially if you like Constantine as well. It, if you can find the original print of number one, it has Bat Dong in it. I, will, I was about to say, that's the one I, with the uh, old Bat Wang. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there, yeah, it is Black Label DC, so it is for an adult <laughs> audience. Or White Knight, if you want to read White Knight. That, I don't call classify White Knight as a mini series because it's like 20 issues now. <laughs> okay, yeah, like, and I have to preface White Knight is an alternate reality which i have yes. to get on that some some new people may not know that so what i've got going okay so i got dark ages i'm a big fan of this okay and this is number one it's on that number cover, two the, show that again that cover was bad ass yeah, this like is my that. favorite one because i like how spider-man looks yeah that's he kind of looks like mcguire there yeah i'm a big after, after after the train scene Right, but this is a number two. Ooh. It's on number two right now. So it's a good little mini arc that you, if you want to get into, jump on it quick. It's only on number one. And basically what happens here in that is that in that book, it's it takes place in the distant future. And the reason why I know that is because if you look on this canon list, Renew Your Vows is right on that list, right? Mm -hmm. Amazing Spider-Man Renew Your Vows near the bottom there. And that is a series where... Peter Parker and Mary Jane are married with a daughter named Annie Mae, who's basically a, the uh, official child that was May Day when May Day got canceled from the stupid clone saga. But uh, the reason why that that is canon and people are like, oh, it's not canon. It's on the canon list. And the reason why I appreciate this little uh, this little series is because they confirm it right here. There they are again. In this first issue, yep. Peter finds them in the rubble. I saw right? that. 
that page. Which is why I think this is the distant future where New Year Vows takes place. Because New Year Vows is on the canon list. So I'm starting to think that one day Peter Parker is going to retire and Miles is going to step up. And I'm perfectly fine with that. Just don't kill Peter Parker for the love of God. He's already died 7,000 times. Let's not do it again. And uh, so I have that. And again, my pull list is pretty short because I was following Captain America and his ongoing just ended. Right. And then a, uh, a little five-issue miniseries called The United States of Captain America started after that. And I just wasn't a fan of that because I want to read Steve Rogers. I don't want to read other Captain Americas. I want to read Steve Rogers. And that really wasn't because I like his journey. But that, that wasn't him, though. So I'm kind of just waiting for an ongoing of Captain America. And I have Daredevil, but mainly for someone else so I, I i keep up with daredevil and it's really great and i read it but i don't really count it in my pull list if that makes sense hmm. because i get it for somebody else so but i do read it it's actually great it's phenomenal it's gonna it's gonna pick right back up after devil's reign so it's not over it's kind of just pausing right so so that's in my pull list but i'm not going to show it. it's not really mainly for me so i have dark ages i would get captain america and it's over but then i have this freaking mistake okay <laughs> That, this is the newest issue that came out. So, so and we'll use we'll use this moment to transition to a segment called like uh, I don't know where we talk about what we're reading at the moment. So, go ahead and start with seven uh, Spider Amazing Spider Man seventy eight. This is a mouthful, yeah. so try to condense it a little. <laughs> if okay, you want right. to see okay. his whole point of view, he reviews it on TikTok. Uh, I'll post it. It'll be on the screen somewhere when I edit this. <laughs> yeah, it's under my uh, elven name, Khalil Garon. That's my elven name. Big Lord of the Rings fan. That that's my tag. But uh, so, long story short, this creative team must have a box of crowns for a brain. Okay, I mean these guys. Long story short, okay, Peter just beat the Sinister Six, the Savage Six in the in the Sinister Syndicate by himself, and saves Aunt, and saves Mary Jane, and they write off happily ever after. That was the last writer, Nick Spencer. That's over. New writer takes over. Her name's Kelly Thompson. She is personally responsible for driving Deadpool into the dirt. And they put her, of that all people, they put her on Spider-Man. I wanted Donnie Cates, but they don't listen to me. But anyway, she. this is only her third, second issue, third issue in. Three issues in, okay? She's already sidelined Peter Parker with disease he shouldn't even have. Radiation poisoning. How does that make sense? All right, so... Yeah. Peter Parker is sidelined with radiation poisoning after he got bit by a radioactive spider. Does that make sense, right? But how that happened was him and Ben, who Ben's basically fighting to be Spider-Man because he has a suit from the Beyond Corporation. He helped Spider-Man fight these guys called the UFOs. The UFOs are radiated villains. In the middle of that fight, a radiation blast went off. Peter got sick with radiation poisoning. Again, it's stupid. And but Ben Riley's suit somehow blocked it. The Beyond Corporation made his suit and it somehow blocked the radiation. Okay, fine. Okay, whatever. Fine. Okay. <laughs> as stupid as that was, it gets worse. Okay. That was last issue. This issue, he fights uh, Morbius. And Morbius just takes him to school, right? He's a B-list villain, too. Exactly. Morbius just wrecks this guy. And my my two cents to interrupt you. I only think Morbius is showing up because the trailer came out right last week or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm going to be honest with you. Like, I love Marvel's marketing, 
right? So they're like, oh, movie's coming out. It's time to push this character in the books. Have Morbius show up. But how? Right. Just, I don't care. Have him show up. <laughs> so, yeah, what happens in this issue, right, is he gets wrecked by Morbius, and he gets bit, and the bite affects him so much, he has to go to the hospital. Okay, do you realize how much that cheapens Spider-Man? Do you realize that you, you have Peter Parker who just beat, like, a crap ton of villains by himself gets I, poisoned by a dumb disease and he's in a coma and then the guy who takes over temporarily until peter gets healthy resists a radiation blast but can't stand a vampire bite where do you come up with this writing like this is terrible not only here's the thing i think it goes beyond it being a rough thing for this name of the spider-man character right it also cheapens ben riley right like I don't, I know next to nothing besides that he's a clone and they brought him back somehow from the dead. I don't know how, I don't think that's important, but um, it makes him just, I don't, it feels like they're just like, well, I don't know what to do with Parker right now. The writer's all at the table. So let's just table him for a little bit. And then, you know what? Let's bring Ben Riley back. And that's just what happened. Right. And that's what it feels like from the outside, because I don't read Amazing Spider-Man, but from watching the arcs evolve from the outside, it feels terrible. <laughs> because, oh, like, man. when King and to, I can relate to this a little. Like, when King and Black was going on, right, I was so hyped to see... There's one issue... Peter's not heavily involved in King of Black. If you start reading Venom and King of Black and you're expecting Spider-Man to show up and have a huge impact, he doesn't. In Absolute Carnage, he does. He's very involved in Absolute Carnage, from what I recall. Because it because yeah. it was right at the end of Red Goblin. Right, yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing that I loved that happened was Peter Parker shows up to talk to Eddie. That is the by far one of the biggest events that I, say what you will about Eddie becoming um, Captain Universe for a minute. That was cool, but that's not the biggest thing I took from King and Black. The biggest thing was Peter and Eddie buried the hatchet. Oh, that's huge. Yeah. It's over. Yeah. Like, I did not expect that at all. Like, I know they kind of were, you know, they teased it forever, right? Like, in Absolute Carnage, they worked together, and some other things they worked together on. But, like, they never really buried the hatchet, right? They were still just kind of, like, a little bit at odds. But they sat down and talked it out. There's, like, four pages of Jim just talking. Hmm. I like that. It was absolutely the best thing about King and Black. And it didn't cheapen Peter. No. If anything, it made him even more relatable to his own character, right? Peter had a lot. Of, he could have just been like, "No, man, you've caused me too much pain. No, I can't forgive you for that." No, he very he did the classic. You know, with great power comes great responsibility, right? He had the most power in their relationship to just been like, "You know what? No, you've done too much damage to me. No, we're not burying this." No, he let it go. He even protected Eddie. He even protected Eddie's son. Right, exactly. You can do things without cheapening the character, regardless of what their superhero name is. 
right? There was many Thors, but none of them have ever cheapened the role of Thor. From what I recall, right. people get a little upset, you know, that there's a frog Thor, but it's, he's, from what I, from what I understand, Thor fans love frog Thor. Right. But yeah, it, and to make matters worse, the best thing about this issue, and I talked about this in my <laughs> review, was speaking of burying the hatchet, right? Mary Jane and Black Cat bury the hatchet at least temporarily. Here, I did right? see so, that. I, that popped up on Reddit. I saw. Yeah, I saw this here. frame. Yes, I saw this frame. Right, and usually because Mary Peter Jane stirs. Black Cat, yeah, Peter stirs from his. Disease you shouldn't even have. Okay. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, he stirs right. And it was he stirs because of something that Black Cat said. And usually when these two get in the same room, Mary Jane just puts her in her place and that's the end of that. But they actually came to common ground here. And that honestly yep. carried this whole book, right? Because meanwhile, with Ben Riley down, you have Misty Knight, who doesn't belong in this stupid book. And Colleen Wing, who doesn't belong in the stupid book, helping, a, they finished the job against Morbius because our replacement Spider-Man couldn't handle a bike. And the other one's poisoned with disease he shouldn't even have. That's how bad this issue is. Why are these people in here? And then lastly, I'll say one last thing about how bad this issue is, right? At the very end, Monica Rambeau's in it. Why? Well, Why? She got, she was in uh, Absolute Carnage, wasn't she? But why? It doesn't make any sense. She was helping, uh, she was investigating Carnage with um, the werewolf guy. I forgot his freaking name. But honestly, he's, he's I think... like a D-list character anyways. But like, uh, it's so weird to see that many other characters in a core runs book. Exactly. It makes no sense. But what else are you going to do, right, when you have the Spider-Man have a disease you shouldn't even have and the replacement get bit by a a vampire that apparently he can't take, but he can take a radiation blast. But anyway, at the end of that, he recovers from the bite almost instantly, but Peter can't recover from a radiation poisoning with radiated blood. Uh, uh, and at the end, Craven is hunting him down, and they try to make me care about Janine and Ben having a relationship. The reason why I don't care about it is Janine is just the knockoff Mary Jane. You could tell. I mean, look at this chick. She has red hair and it's short. She's just a Mary Jane knockoff. <laughs> but they want me to care. I would argue it's strawberry blonde. <laughs> well, like, okay, so I get where you're coming from. I understand it. Um, I mean, to be fair, like, they're not going to let Ben Riley hold this forever. No, honestly, I think they're letting Ben hold it right now because of the court case. I think that's what's going on. It makes a lot of sense because conveniently when this court case went public is right when Peter Parker got the dumb disease, right when it got public is when Ben Riley took over. So I think Disney and Marvel took Peter Parker out of the books in case they lose this. Is Miles involved in that too? Miles is supposed to pick a fight with Ben coming up about who should take over. And it that should be thought. Miles. It should be Miles. It really should be Miles. They should not have brought him back. All these issues should have been Miles. Miles would have, Miles would have clapped Mobius. Morbius. Right. Right. Sorry, Morbius. Miles would have clapped him. Easy. After yeah. what Miles... I haven't read Miles, but what after what I've seen him going through, in Absolute Carnage, he got the absolute shit kicked out of him. 
I know. Miles got destroyed. Right? But he overcame Null and came out and controlled his Null version of himself. He controlled Hmm. it. So, yeah, I mean... Miles could clap Morbius. I don't know why. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, why have... Why have Miles exist if you're just going to bring back Ben Riley? What was the point? Kelly Thompson. Yeah, I get it. I know why. I Obviously, the reality of the situation is, is <laughs> she saw an avenue of a character that she could bring back to try to build up hype and not just bring Miles over. But the logical thing was to bring Miles over. Right. He's a better character. And I know very right. little about the three of them total anyways. But I can well, tell you Miles um, is better from when he showed like up Miles, in Venom's issues. I like Miles better, and I love Miles' personal story. The only problem I have with Miles is that Marvel keeps regurgitating Peter Parker storylines with Miles. The, the, the best example is right now, apparently, uh, Miles is fresh off the heels of a clone saga. Spider-Man already went through that. I want Miles to have his own stories, his own everything. You know, I'm tired of him being tied to Peter Parker all the time. How's he going to grow if you keep tying him to Peter? And it's like a guy at work asked me, would I ever be okay with Peter not being an amazing Spider-Man? And I told him one condition. You let him retire and put Miles in his spot. That's the only way I'm okay with it. So I th- I agree it should have been Miles. But I think you know, they're doing the Ben Riley thing. I can't really give a good reason. I have that same viewpoint with Bruce Wayne. Like, let the dude just... Just let the man retire. Let him be happy with Selena. And then give us us Terry. Let him be Batman. Even if it's not Batman Batman Beyond. Let him have the cowl. Right. Terry's much cooler than Bruce anyways. And I don't even... I, I want to read Beyond so bad... But I just I decided to go to Spawn for whatever reason. I um, want I want an ongoing. I'm not going to read a Batman Beyond Limited, and it's limited. That one coming out soon is limited. I know. I want I want an ongoing, and you have, you have so much potential with that because it's in the future. You don't have a canon to go by. You just make whatever you want. So why not do a canon? I'm even fine if you just bring it, bring Terry over. Just stick him right? stick him in the suit now. Don't have right. to get. It doesn't have to be Beyond. Terry's just. I'm, Flashpoint. Do Flashpoint again, and then somehow he gets sucked into this reality. Like, right? I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that. Like, I love Bruce. I love what he's done. But the man's married now. Let him rest, DC. Right. I I agree. Marvel has the same problem. Let let Peter and MJ have the life they've always wanted. And Peter doesn't have to feel responsible anymore. It doesn't even have to be permanent. Just let it go for a couple of years and then do another rebirth and just put Bruce right back in it. Like, we all know right. it's going to happen. Just right. give it, see see if it's fun. You did it with Dick Grayson for a while. Why not Terry? But yeah, like, next year, Spider-Man's anniversary is next year. They're not going to celebrate no. it with Ben or the mask. No. It's not going to happen. Like, They'll pay whoever you, they have to pay. And if you use, if you use Comic Geeks, the what the app we talked about, the website we talked about, yeah. and you add them, and you, and you look like Amazing Spider-Man's on my pull list. So if I go to pulled issues and I fast forward, it'll show you covers uh, coming up. And in February, there's a cover where Peter Parker's coming out of the rubble. So it's not, it's not, it's not long term. And thank God it isn't because this, like I said, 
this writing team has a box of crowns for a brain. I mean, it, <laughs> I don't understand. I don't get it. And, and the sucky thing is that's the only thing on my pull list that's ongoing. That's it. That's all I've got right now because I can't get a hold of Venom. I'm going to try to, but if I can't, I'll at least get Black Panther. I want something else because Cap is over and I have that monstrosity and Spider-Man going on. So I need another ongoing and I want to, I want to catch it at number one. I don't want to just jump in. Have you so, checked Midtown? I'm sure I they have it. Hmm. I, I might, I might. They're, they're my backup. Like I'll go to my shop and I'll be like, Hey, can you order this? And if they say, yeah. And then like two weeks go by and I still haven't gotten it and they haven't said anything. Cause sometimes they do. It's just what happens. I just I'll go to Midtown and nine times out of ten they'll have it. Midtowncomics.com. They're great. They ship them they ship your issues in like a a safe, pretty much. It's ridiculous. Like you open a cardboard box and then that box is wrapped and then it's wrapped in, it's inside of another box and then that has a wrap inside of it. I know about them. I uh, I used Midtown Comics through the pandemic. Yep. To get some comic books when my comic book shops shut down. Yep. And they're they're very they're, like you said they're very they're good. based they, in New York so if you decide to buy issues from them it will take some time but they I will come from, to you and I got, you from, in, my I got yeah. from my shop went there on a convention and he said that that comic shop is three stories tall can you imagine man yeah we need to plan a trip just to go yeah. to Midtown Comics right I mean it's three story tall comics that's like shop. that's that like is. a weekend like a three day weekend yeah. just right. I don't know how far that is to drive. Probably no longer than driving to Florida. Can't yeah, be. Yeah, probably not. Can't be. Probably not. But, um... Well... What else should we talk about? Should we end it? Why not? All right. I think we, cover, I think we covered everything. We got, we got to save some stuff to come back for, you know. Can't just, we can't spill you can, our whole thing. You can decide episode two what we should do. Fair enough. I need to change my name. I put my name as my normal name. Look at you. I'll, with I'll, your I'll cover it. I'll do some <laughs> fancy editing or something. I'll figure it out. I'll cover it. But thanks for watching. Um, like, subscribe, whatever I put this on. Do the things to follow it. Uh, I'm, you know, Arc Zombie is below. And I don't know what your handle is going to be. I guess Khalil Garen. Yeah, it's it's Khalil Garan. Uh, it looks like Khalil Garian. Okay. But it, it, it's all connected. It's C A L I L G A R I O N. It's my, uh, it's my name in Elvish. He's on TikTok. Uh, I'm on there, but I've stopped posting stuff. I can't keep up with it anymore. <laughs> uh, thanks for watching. I'm on, I'm on Instagram too. Instagram, same name. Um, yep. I am not on Instagram. I'm on Twitter. <laughs> I don't post That's on there, that. but I probably will start. That's that's the only one I'm not on. It's yeah. Twitter. Yeah. All right. Thank you.